This is HPR episode 1831 entitled, Are Speed Listening and Slow Background Music Compatible? It is posted by first-time poster shadowy figure and is about 7 minutes long. The summary is, is there room for background music in podcasts for speed listeners? This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. This is a shadowy figure, speaking to you from Southwest Florida on Hacker Public Radio. Brought to you by anhonesthost.com, where you get a 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Not only did I mention anhonesthost.com out of commitment, but also out of respect. I've listened to the interview by Ken Fallon of the man behind AnonymousHost.com, Josh Knapp, not long ago, and came away with a certain amount of appreciation for what Josh does, which is basically keeping Hacker Public Radio alive, along with the many other things he does. Thanks, Josh. Your generosity does not go unnoticed. I've been listening to HPR for about a year now, and recently purchased a Blue Yeti microphone off eBay, which turned out to be misrepresented, and not in the condition it was claimed. As a side note, the day I received the Blue Yeti in the mail, I found the same microphone, brand spanking new on Amazon, for the same price as the one I purchased on eBay. At one time I would have been disappointed by such a situation, but if there's anything I've learned from experience, no matter how hard you punch the wall, the train still left at 4 o'clock. If I were to vote in a motion to every real or perceived injustice I came across, I wouldn't have time to devote any emotions to the things I enjoy. Anyway, my computing background goes all the way back to the original TRS-80. The experience of writing BASIC for four hours to create a pathetic facsimile of the game Pong turned me away from computing until the graphical user interface of Windows 3.11 came along. I was alright with the direction of where computing was moving along once Windows matured, but I never had any love for Microsoft products. Macs were prettier, but a lot more expensive, and had great hardware to boot. But I never caught the Mac addiction either. Slackware caught my interest, but wasn't ready for prime time, and Red Hat was a bit more complicated than I was comfortable with in the mid-90s. Since 2006, I've been using Debian-based operating systems exclusively, but still keep a MacBook Pro and Windows 8.1 laptop nearby for specific tasks I don't want to taint my Linux box with. KDE Plasma has been my desktop of choice since 2010, and I don't use Google, Facebook, Twitter, or any other corporate tracking devices, including cell phones. Smoke signals and emails are about the best way to get a hold of me, 
and smoke signals have been notoriously ineffective in the past. So moving along, my day job includes leadership training, which was a big step up from my old job in one of the most reviled professions known to man. Yes, that's right. I used to be a used car salesman. You thought I was going to say lawyer, didn't you? No, but I date a lawyer. But I try to keep that a secret. So now that I've tainted my reputation for good with the hacker public radio audience, I may as well plow forward and see what other damage to my reputation I can do. You can think of my handle, a shadowy figure, as damage control for all the stupid things I end up doing by mistake. Like buying things off eBay. Anyway, I thought I'd share with the HBR audience my experience as a listener, and what I feel I can do to contribute. I love the mission statement behind HPR and feel the need to do my part to see to it HPR continues to offer something of value to the hacker community. Like many listeners and contributors to HPR, I listen to dozens of podcasts each week, many of which belong in their spot of the most downloaded podcast. But I find a certain amount of charm in the grassroots nature of HPR, much like the Norwegian trend of engaging in slow media content as mentioned in a recent HPR episode. I actually find myself hypnotically engaged to 5150's What's in My Pickup Toolbox episode. I found myself cheering on 5150 to come up with a pair of lug nuts to an unknown vehicle. I was looking for solidarity there, being as for some reason my prior toolboxes always seemed to have a couple of unknown parts or even broken tools that should have been thrown out years ago, like 5150's wire strippers. I have to admit... Ken Fallon's amazing life hack episode of How to Tell Your Left Earbud from Your Right lived up to its claim of setting a low bar. Ken has given some terrific episodes in the past, but this one fell short of his standard of excellence. But I must admit, his goal was achieved. As I listened, I said to myself, Even I can top that. And thus, Ken inspired me to step over that low bar of quality he set and record my own episode. After reading up on the procedures for contributing the show, I came across the advice to not using bedding or background music due to the diverse listening style of many HBR listeners. One of those listening styles I'm vaguely familiar with was listening to podcasts speed it up. Somewhere I read about some people really, really speeding up their recordings to the point most people can only hear a rapid-fire series of blips and clicks. I don't know if that is typical, but I'm inclined to think that is something found on the fringe and that most speed listeners fall in the range of two to three times normal rate. I'm also aware of a trend of some people to listen to music slowed down to the point of being one long drone that changes pitches every now and then. Perhaps in the future, depending on what sort of feedback I receive, I like to experimenting with combining the two. Basically, recording normally recorded vocal content with an ultra-slow music soundtrack that would balance out with speed listening. In essence... Hacking the audio to provide speed listeners with a soundtrack. On the flip side, one can hack the audio to appeal to slow listeners, speeding up the soundtrack and changing the pitch of the vocals to account for slow listening. But that would probably kill some speed listeners with weak hearts. So I'll steer away from that unless there's enough demand to justify it. It seems like a concept that's destined to fail, but it's something I was pondering and would try if there were an audience for it. If there were any interests... What I'd need to know is, how fast do speed listeners listen to their audio? Which is probably all over the map, making any effort futile. But it's just a thought I thought I'd throw out there, along with introducing myself to the HPR audience. 
and saying thanks to all the people who make HBR possible. This is a shadowy figure signing out. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.